All right, welcome to another Sports Injury Central podcast now on the Believe Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, Jacob's here, Taylor's here in season. We don't really do any guests. Remind me next year, we got so many guests I run in. Like, Takeo Spikes was like the uh, uh, special guest in Buffalo. Yeah. We should get Takeo in here. He's a, he's a good dude. A lot, intelligent, a lot to say, like thickest neck I've ever seen. Oh, I was about sure. to say, I, mean, I was doing a, a game, you know, they do the immaculate, you know, baseball thing. I knew what he, the guest was just based off his profile. <laughs> this is the pro. neck. It's crazy. He's a yeah. beast. I can tell you some good Takeo stories. Yeah. He spent He's, a year with the Niners. I think it was him and Navarro Bowman were our linebackers for a couple of years. So those that was, are good times. Uh, remind me, we'll bring in Takeo. Yeah, and, that's a good, uh, that's nice. a good fun. Yeah. And, uh, so many others, but we don't have time in the in season for all this. So let's just uh, head straight for it. I'm sure we'll cover yeah. all the topics. Unfortunately, the guest is the injuries, and unfortunately, it's a it's a recurrent guest in the NFL. So uh, there's plenty to talk about this week. We'll get to Saquon a little bit in our Thursday night preview. But want to start with uh, three main fantasy names again. You can get the rest at Sick Insights at the website sixcore.com. That's where we have all the latest on your fantasy stars. But let's start with Joe Burrow. He's going to be a ongoing topic of conversation. We already got the uh, update about the line drop from plus six and a half. They play Monday against the Rams. It's now at plus two. So there's some tea leaves that, oh, is Burrow going to sit? Is the calf? I mean, we said the calf was going to linger, but then people are surprised that it lingered. Kind of re-aggravated after that touchdown uh, pass to T. Higgins late in the fourth quarter. Came off camp. He was using the the Theragun or whatever it's called on the sideline, which we we saw that in week one, I think, too. But this one was seemed more significant. Well, it's interesting. A couple of things. First of all, if he restrained it, I don't know why you're using the Theragun. That's to loosen it up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who knows? Okay. Force a habit. Maybe. <laughs> okay. So what do we know about calf injuries? They linger and chance to re-aggravate. The June 27th. Now, does anyone believe the coach speak of mild or grade one? Nobody buys that right. at this point in time, right? It was at least grade two. That's why he missed all the training camp. We were fully confident he would play week one, and he did, and he seemed to survive the wet weather and all the sacks. But now week two, he aggravates it towards the end. So here's our thing. So what we've been on record saying is this is going to bother him well into October. Right? Okay. How much is the question? <clears throat> and this is where I think – requires like i wish we did a show and i've talked about it with other you know talked about it with several people mike mark dominic pat Kerwin, you know even bill polian oh this is your round table idea yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, how cool would it be to have norv turner and a, a g has a head coach a gm and the team doctor talking about injuries and how you make decisions in terms of what's going on. Right. So let me try and put that into context here. Look, we said all along, Joe Burrow's not hundred percent return to play though, is not that simple. We've always said it's a three headed monster. Medical has to say, okay, the player has to say I'm good with it. And the team has to be good with it. I'll give you some examples again. If medical says no, it's a hard overrule. But who in medical makes the decision? Is it the head team physician? Sometimes. Is it the physical therapist? Sometimes. Is it the head athletic trainer? Sometimes. Just depends on the injury or? It depends on the injury, but it also depends on the dynamic. Okay. Okay? Like who in the building has the final say and voice related to medical? Is it a new head coach? Is it a longtime head coach? Well, like, forget the head coach. Just the medical bit. side of okay. things. Okay? Is it? Sometimes it's usually an orthopedist. And if it's a decision related to internal medicine or concussions, the head team physician is deferring to the primary care doctor or the concussion specialist. Now, if it's a hamstring, it may be more functional, right? If it's a return from surgery, it might be the surgeon who's not even in the building, right? right? So it's not always the same, but medical basically gets one vote. And really, you could call it a veto vote because a vote yes doesn't mean the guy's playing. It's a vote no means they're not playing. They have to be unanimous. That's why I call veto. It's sort of like, in theory, you know, uh, Congress, the president, and 
the Supreme Court, right? Each has quotes. Checks and balances. Right? Checks and balances, yeah. veto power. Yeah. The player. Is it always just the player? No. Sometimes it's the agent. Sometimes it's the dad or the why. I mean, or the someone who's influencing them or this, that, the other. But it's the player vote. Right. And then the team. Sometimes it's maybe ownership. Uh, yeah, we can't get that guy hurt. There's a freaking large injury guarantee and we're moving on mm -hmm. and we're not going to be on the hook for $30 million. Not going to name names or whatever, but that's possible. It, sometimes it's the GM saying, mm, guys, we can't do this. Sometimes it's the head coach. Sometimes it's the coordinator or the position coach. Sometimes it's strategy. Hey, we got to buy next week. Let's get one more week of rest and we're going to be better. And then, you know, like coaching decision, even though medical says you're good and the player says, let's go, the coach may say, no, let's hold you back. Sometimes you may say, look, we got a buy coming next. We really need you this week because of scheme. Let's go. Right. Uh, kind of thing. So getting off track here, there's a lot that goes into this discussion more than just what it seems. And the same injury on a different team at a different point in the season has a different result. So let's look at the Bengals here and let's put the facts out on the line. The calf injury has re-aggravated. It is his back foot. Bigger deal for push-off. No runs the first week. I think it was one for negative one and then one okay. week two for five yards. So okay. basically no runs. Yeah. Yeah. And you want Joe Burrow in the pocket anyways. This is no offense to Lamar Jackson. But if it's Lamar Jackson, you're not going to play him. Yeah. That's why Kyler Murray were saying it's going to you need that extra element and dynamic. Joe Burrow in the pocket is still potentially worth playing. Now, if they were 2 and 0 and had Brandon Allen and he reaggravated it, that might be an easier decision to sit him. They're 0 and 2. And they don't have Brandon Allen. Jake Browning is his name. Yeah. Who has never started a game in the NFL. Now, I'm not degrading Jake Browning. But that's I, a part of the decision. That's a lot to throw a guy in. <laughs> it's part of the decision yeah. making process. Now, if you said more of the decision making process, if you said, guys, resting him this one week. And he will now be good to go the rest of the way. Calf is behind him. We don't have to worry. I think everyone would say, let's rest him. Not true. An additional week is not going to cure this. Remember, this is a July 27th calf strain right. where he basically rested to week one. And in week two has aggravated it. Do you think one week is going to put this whole thing behind him? No. Can't escape the re-aggravation right now. Not yeah. even the extra yeah. day of Monday. Does that, so part, does that mean it's more likely to play? I mean, it's like you said, it's been a month. What is one extra day? Give you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One extra right, day. Right. I mean, look, is it smarter for the long term to not play him this week? Yes. Okay. And if this were, there are two games up in the division, he would rest. Remember Dak Prescott? That game in Minnesota a couple a year ago, two years ago, was surprise rest, and then he rests some more. You know, yeah, in the calf. And Cooper Rush came. Cooper in, Rush came in, took yeah. over. Yes, experienced backup. The whole Not, media thought yeah. he was going to play through that, but we. Uh, yeah, but yeah. that's what I mean by yeah. this is what goes on behind the scenes, right, right. In in our roundtable idea, and this is why, what we're trying to add, and I'm trying to wear all hats here, right? I mean, I wish we could just. You know, have it's a three-factor authorization. But but, but the yeah. only reason yeah. we haven't done that is, you know, the scheduling between. <laughs> you got to get four people together for yeah, that's four like, people with yeah. busy schedules yeah. together yeah. in a timely yep. fashion. We're lucky we get you to sit down for an hour. Say, we barely yeah. get talk sometimes. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's that all have other things going on. That's that's really what it is. So I'm convinced if one week's rest would cure him, they would do it. But one week's rest is not right. So. I get the line moved and the whole thing. And uh, uh, who knows, in the building, the decision probably is not made yet because, you know, you're going to wait to see how he looks on Wednesday. You know, I think he said day. he wants a couple more sleeps on it before uh, Burrow says if he's good to go or not. 
I think that was the direct and quote. Burrow will have a vote. If he Smart, says, yeah. Coach, I don't think I can make it, no one's going to force it. Look, no one can. Not just because he has a guaranteed contract, but you can never force anyone. I was going to say, there's, there's so many angles to it. We could spend a whole podcast on Burrow, but the fact that they, the deal is already done is probably uh, not that takes it out as a factor. If the, if the extension was still hanging over and then there's all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, be, I don't know how much an, it does. I mean, are, are you going to re- really let a, a, a calf? I mean, get in the way of, the, in the way of this whole future, big thing. I mean, yeah. I don't know how much it would get in the way. But my point is this. So what's their out? I mean, if Joe Burrow is trying to wait another three weeks, and if that leads to 0-5, I mean. That's huge, yeah. That's huge, right? Now, if there was a chance of permanent injury or damage, you have to shut him down. But that's not the case, right? It's just more lingering problems. So right? if you keep on reaggravating, it doesn't permanently damage. No, okay. it it's will a, not. Just, you okay. still get okay. better just, in an offseason. It's more right. annoying. Yeah. So <laughs> I think there's a couple of possible outcomes. If they go the route of resting him, that rest may be more than one week. Factor that into your decision decision making. I get the line has moved. Okay, um, I'm just going by medically. Now, the other factor is you can't just run them out there like you are, right? Is there a fix to the offensive line? Probably not that quickly. If they play him, which they still may, I expect him fully to have an AFO, ankle foot orthosis, maybe even a dynamic one or a special brace and or elastic tape to help him with this push off there. And yes, it might limit his mobility a little bit, not to shuffle, but to run. But he's not running anyways, and you don't want him to run. Right. What is an AFO exactly? Just ankle foot orthosis. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe we'll have a producer trying to get you in the weeds here. No, 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 no. We went CCs last week, so now we're AFO. (laughs) Google a picture of Dan Marino back in the day. Oh, with his Achilles and his Achilles. Yes, yeah, yeah. And what he had there. Not a lot of that, definitely. Okay. Now I get it. He's hobbling around. But maybe that's the compromise. Let's protect and help the calf. And by the way, the, the I know the Bengals head athletic trainer, super good guy, very talented, young. Well, I mean, anyone younger compared than, to anyone yeah. younger than <laughs> yeah. me is young. I yeah. mean, he's he's yeah. been in the NFL. He's been in college. He's young to me because I knew him as an intern. <laughs> okay, yep. so you. So, Matt, you will forever be young. He can't grow up to you right now. The definition of young is younger than me, so he is forever young. He is a very experienced and top athletic trainer. This is his second year with the Bengals. They had a head athletic trainer that had been there for like 30, 40 years prior to that. And so they're in good hands. He knows all this. They know all of this. That's part of the discussions that they're going to have in the room. And uh, if it were so simple as rest one week and you're good, I think he rests. Right. But the problem doesn't go away. So if you're the Bengals and you're the GM and the head coach and you're Joe Burrow participating in this in medical, okay, what's best for him to rest this week? But you have to play chess. What about next week? Yes, it's to rest next week too. Well, we can't have that. We can't have three weeks of rest, four weeks of rest. Mm -hmm. So what are we now going to do? Now, if they're saying – we're going to try PRP, and now he needs a week of rest for PRP, and then we'll go play play him with an AFO. That's possible. There's a lot of different routes that this could go, but it's much too simplistic to say the Bengals are dumb if they don't rest him this week. They just need to rest him this week. What about next week? That's all I'm saying. The decision is multifactorial. Their bye week is week seven. There's no way they rest him that long, correct? I know you were saying sometimes they play it safe. It is sooner than later. It's not a, it's not a late bye week. I mean, if you're talking permanent damage, you rest them that longer, longer. But, you know, because it's just aggravation of a muscle injury that you ultimately can get better at from, you really want to rest them. I mean, what do you think their record is if they rest them through the bye week? I mean, do they even have a shot anymore? I don't know. No, I will say I'm looking at the schedule right now. They have the Rams, Titans, Cardinals, and Seattle. Arguably, that's a winnable I, I get the line has moved off of some speculation or rumor. Four points, yeah. I guarantee you this. In the Bengals building, 
the decision has not been made yet. <laughs> so the books are making a decision, but the Bengals are now yeah. has information leaked that there's a significant possibility. I think Schefter sure. said fair to wonder, and I, I think that's okay. Schefter's yeah. saying fair to wonder. I agree, it's fair to wonder, hundred yeah. percent. Now maybe there's more to it. Maybe Schefter's great. He's got the greatest sources. Maybe the agent has said, "Look, I'm pushing him." To play the long game, like choosing the yeah. work ah, carefully I right don't now. Know. Yeah. But that's only I the window know. into one vote, like we've been talking about. So. It's one vote, and yeah. and Joe Burrow's a team player. He's not trying to. I got my contract. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Right. So I'm just saying this is a complicated decision that I'm trying to give the everyday listener a window into the world of the decision has been made. I think it's right. They're going to give it a couple of sleeps and see where he's at. If he's just as bad as he looked at the end of the game, maybe the decision is made. There's just no choice. Even though one week doesn't put it behind him, you just need the week to be functional, right? right. So it remains to be seen. It's too early to say that that a decision's been made. All the information is not here yet, and I'm just trying to focus on that a little bit. So I don't know where the lines end, ends up if he – ultimately doesn't play i get it four point line moves huge indicates that there's some significant worry but we had that worry last night that you know you know he's there's and we were saying last night it's going to affect him into october right isn't that enough to to uh make people worried so any other questions or thoughts on that then before we move on now let's get to another uh, big fantasy quarterback name uh anthony richardson two First quarter rushing touchdowns, first Colt to do that since Edger and James in 1999. Then had the concussion, the head whipped back on the second one. Uh, we wrote an article that the turf played a role, not not the only role, but turf is a harder playing surface uh, in that. We have him at 6 score 30. Why, why do you think it's a little more of an uphill climb for him to play this week? Okay. Our standard six score for a concussion is 50 because statistically over the years, it's about 50-50 to return in one week. And we do think Devontae Adams has a good chance to return. Correct. And he, his score is 50 right now. Correct. And it may ra- raise as, as the week goes. Uh, it is a daily thing. They've already announced that he's – I know he said he's good to go, but they're saying yeah, – He's got to clear the protocol. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean – So I'm not ready to, right. to We're move not saying he's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, you know, if he gets an LP on Wednesday, Thursday – He's on LP, the right track. He's progressing. We're going yeah. to move him up. Correct. But, yes, Devontae Adams has a reasonable chance. It was a bad hit, but it was late in the game, and one can ask – Score was he even yeah. should he even right. have been in the game anyways? That's right. a whole different discussion. Now, Anthony Richardson, why do we say his score is 30? Full disclosure, I'm not a head injury expert. Concussions are like snowflakes, no two are the same. I'm just reading the tea leaves, knowing the protocol, knowing what happens here and what's going on. We'll talk about this side first, then we'll talk about the PR and bad look side. And remind me so. Shane Steichen said it happened on the second touchdown. We, in our, quote, war room, missed it. We got eight games going on. We didn't see it. I didn't see it. Uh, Saw the touchdown, didn't follow through, didn't see it. And Shane Steichen said it was that play. We do see that play. It's his head on the back of the turf, much like Tua did Mm -hmm. last year. Artificial grass turf is harder than regular grass. Would he have gotten a concussion on grass? Maybe. But definitely a bigger role for the turf in that. And yes, I know he plays a turf at home too. This is an away game, blah, blah, blah. But bigger factor here than what everyone had said about Aaron Rodgers. I can't say that he wouldn't have gotten a concussion. I'm not saying that, but a bigger factor. Now, uh, and I've been a proponent of grass overall, but I was just saying don't blame the Aaron Rodgers on the surface. Now, here's the other thing. The typical profile of someone who returns to play is momentary symptoms, clears quickly, passes all tests, Devontae Adams-like as it's sort of heading, and returns to play. Anthony Richardson, look, you can argue, and I'm not saying this as a criticism, but you can argue that's what the spotter system was built for. There should have been a buzz should down called, for a check. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see that on TV when you went back and looked. There was maybe, a commercial in the middle. There was a commercial. So maybe they went real quick and checked. So right. we're not saying that we it know It didn't all. happen, yeah. But I would say that the eye in the sky spotter system was made for plays like that. You cannot ask 
the team physicians and athletic trainers to see at ground level 30 plus yards away. And I don't know what side of the field they're on, but you know, you're seeing through bodies ground level to see that that's asking a lot. Yeah. Um, but the spotter is supposed to, and there's multiple, they're supposed to see that. Oh, we got spotters here. We didn't see it either. Yeah. So it is what how it many is. spotters are there per game? Does there do we know there's that three? Exactly? Three. Okay. One for each team, and then uh, a neuro and person, and, yeah. and then yeah. a, and then a and, and a video, a video, video person, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. to try and help them with video up in the booth. So in any case, and maybe they checked him and he cleared, but he played two more series, thirty-three plays in between, two total. three and outs. Mm-hmm. And 33 total plays happened between that touchdown and when Gardner Minshew came into the game. Yeah. That in a lapse time, throwing in TV timeouts is close to 30 minutes. Okay. That is the definition of either prolonged symptoms or delayed onset of symptoms. Mm-hmm. Now it's possible Anthony Richard felt Richardson felt nothing in the two series and then reported it's possible he felt a little off and then decided to finally report it either way he was clearly having symptoms when he reported it so that puts it at least at the 20 minute mark and that in and of itself is enough to put next week's game against the ravens in serious doubt concussions can go either way he could clear very clearly but in, look, I'm an orthopedist. I never evaluated concussions officially in the NFL, but I was in charge of the people who did. Right. So I know the process and see what they did. And I was, as the orthopedist, wasn't the guy. It's to not do your it. specialty, but you know how to handle but, it. But and, I yeah. went <laughs> yeah. to the concussion conferences right, right. that the NFL had. Yeah. I was <laughs> mandatory to go to these things and to learn about it and knew all the rules and know what the protocol is, know what's, be, you know you don't have to be the guy to know what's happening. Like uh, it's almost like, uh, you know, a lot of corporations have in-house counsel that oversee the litigation, but they're not actually doing the litigation. Right. right? right. And they know what's happening. The same role here. And with that, I think it's in serious doubt that he clears the play. Now let's get to the PR side. He's a huge young talent. He's a quarterback. Already. It wasn't picked up immediately. The injury looks a little bit like Tua. Everyone is going to cross every I and dot every T, as they should on every player. Right. But specifically when there's media attention, (laughs) fantasy attention, all that. Yeah. It adds to it. It adds to the pressure of to do it right to do it well there's always pressure to do right Right. don't get me wrong and no one's i'm not saying in the two situation remember you said the neuro doesn't want to be he wants to make sure it's 120 percent. he doesn't want to be the one that was wrong and then sends him out there and something else happens to him and ultimately the independent neuro who's not with the team is the final say Mm -hmm. if that independent neuro says no there's it's no over. way they're yeah. getting any grief. They're anonymous. And they say, if they say yes, and there's a problem, here we go. Right. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what happened in Miami. Exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, just don't see it for that reason. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he gets on a rocket ship and clears. Right. But that's the unfair advantage that we have at Sports Injury Central. Having been on the other side of the equation. Right. Having been in the room in, in these discussions. I think it's insight that's hard to get without that. Well, we always say insider knowledge, not insider information. Um, look, uh, I talked to unrelated to anything football, <laughs> unrelated to anything football yes, sir. here about another patient to a Colts doctor. I'm not going to even say who, and it wasn't related to Anthony Richardson. We didn't have a single question about Anthony Richardson. We had no questions about the Colts. We talked about life in general, and he was referring a patient for something else unrelated to the NFL, nor would I ever ask him. So it's never insider information. It's always just insider knowledge of the process. And no way, shape, or form did I ask or even pry or gain anything or not even close to on this situation. And if I had, he probably would have hung up on me. Right. Okay. Just like, avoid the situation. Yeah. And it's HIPAA. I would do that to anyone else. Yeah. That's why we don't ever do that. Look, the head trainer for the Bengals, you're talking, about, I know him really, really well. 
I'm not texting him about Joe, <laughs> Joe Burrow. Burrow. Yes. What do you think is going to happen? Right. He wouldn't tell me. He's got enough going on to add that. <laughs> and on top of that, I think he should rightfully be offended if that I do that. that. That you want to use and that I would not do yeah, that. Yeah. That's not what we do here right. in terms of what's going on. Um, so anyways. I wanted to bring up a player we probably mentioned later is uh, David Montgomery. So he said in his th- um, press conference yesterday, it might it will take his leg weeks to heal. You know, he had the thigh bruise. Today, Dan Campbell said he's day-to-day. And it appeared so that seems like they're a little oh, I had, they're, they're I had not... him in my player speak segment. Okay, I was gonna my, make my coach speak, player speak. <laughs> All right. <ahead. laughs> Can you guys rehearse this a little bit and work this out? No, it's I mean, Taylor, no, read the, Taylor read the rundown. Don't, don't, it's, good. <laughs> it's good. The player speak became yes. coach speak, so yes. we're good. We'll jump there. <laughs> so we he kind of got gator rolled a little bit. They're holding on to his leg, and then guy came in late with the I think it was a helmet to the thigh that that caused him to go and, out and, and card to the locker room and ice guys, on the knee and all that stuff. You guys and you know, in the room, like initially the clips that were shown to me, I didn't even see the, right. the late guy coming in. And we'll uh, give you different angles and slow. Yeah, that's and why stuff. we yeah. the more information the better. Right. The more yeah, the more the better. And who had a famous gator role last Chris year? Chris Carson, it was two years ago. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it, it looks bad, but usually the gator rolls don't actually inflict damage. That's why we he were didn't optimistic. Even, he didn't miss a game that time either, and people thought he did. Yeah, we was were going to. optimistic mm-hmm. on David Montgomery here on this pseudo gato role. Look, the the thigh bruise has to be pretty distal, which by where the ice was, and obviously he was done and he was carted off. Let me tell you, at this point in time, we talk about coach speak. I mean, yes, Dan Campbell's a coach. Maybe it's coach speak day to day. But he's kind of an off-the-cuff guy, right? Yeah, I mean, he's, different. he's yeah. a little de- – yeah. depends on how many cups of coffee he's had, right? But no, no. Yeah. I, I like him. Yeah. Uh, he's refreshing. He's authentic, right? Yeah, he's not hiding. And I don't doubt yeah. David Montgomery either. It probably hurt like the Dickens. On yeah. Sunday, yeah. And he probably was very stiff. Okay. And he said, oh, my gosh, this is going to be weeks. But thigh bruise – especially distal, if you get it under control and you get early range of motion. My question is, if you talk to David Montgomery today, would he say the same thing? Right. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. They're asking him after a late loss. He's dejected. I mean, late loss, dejected, it. and it hurt like crazy, and he was stiff and right. in the treatment overnight early, and maybe they controlled the sweat. Don't know. Don't know. I would say that, I, you know, David Montgomery made it almost seem like he was headed for IR. Yeah. He didn't say those words. No, but he sounded like it was multiple weeks. You know, it sounded yeah, yeah a little yeah. I'm more optimistic from the get go. From what we saw by video. By yes. video. Yeah, yeah. And my man Dan Campbell backs us up. So here's a case case where you could say coach speak, but I don't know. I don't think they're either going against each other. I think like no, you said, I it think just it, the truth yeah, is somewhere yeah. in the middle right. and it's a time based thing and the coach is leaving out uh, hope, but but you know, day to day can Turn in week to week, but it's not going to be weeks to week slash months, right? Well, we it's all, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say David Montgomery will for sure play in October, as yeah. a chance to play in September is yeah. where I'm at, right? Okay, on David Montgomery. So, if you're happy that you got him low in fantasy, hang on to him. <laughs> yeah, don't don't th- kick him to the waiver wire just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> match trade with the him Falcons next yeah. week too. So yeah, no, that's, hold that's where him. everyone's yeah. eyes are because Jameer Gibbs uh, involved more in the passing game, didn't get as much on the running game. But if Montgomery's out, he's the clear, doing both. So uh, let's get to the Thursday game real quick. We've gone a while without talking about Saquon, but uh, we had our latest analysis on up on the website. Uh, we saw the the uh, high ankle. Their team's hesitant to call it a high ankle, but uh, he got rolled up on in a pile late in the fourth quarter, limping pretty good. Uh, just set the table left ankle was the two years ago and three years ago was a right ACL. So this is the right side. No previous ankle problems on this side, previous ankle problems on the left side. Uh, quick Thursday turnaround. Any shot at that? Also, can you say it's high by video? <laughs> <laughs> Any shot at that? Yeah. Well, there is a there's a shot, shot yeah, at that. <laughs> like a blank, like a blank shot. No, as in <laughs> an, an injection to numb oh, up the synosmosis. Yeah. There oh, is a it, shot that's of that. Cute. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, uh, it's been done before, and you know, we'll see. Take the heck out of it, and he just runs one legged. <laughs> but you know, in this health and safety era, shots to play have become a little less common. Mm-hmm. No, no, nothing negative on any of the players. Um, by video. 
this is a high ankle sprain. Unless <laughs> you produce new video. Yes, we did not actually see the ankle under the pile of bodies. Right. But the way the force came, et cetera, uh, that's a high ankle sprain. Now, I get it. The Giants have said optimism, x-rays negative, not expecting a lot, sprained ankle. There was even some hint at low ankle. I don't know. Are the Giants just trying to avoid saying the word? I think high ankle has such a negative connotation. Remember last year in the playoffs? I'm like – Patrick Willis is a high ankle sprain. They're like, oh, oh my God, God, he's, he's out. He's out done. for yes, six yes. weeks. No, <laughs> yep. no, 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 no. Yes. There's different levels, different things. Yep. And yes, I think it's a high ankle sprain by video. That's all I can go by, by yeah. video. And I think Thursday is a tall task. Do you think if play. they would have lost that game on Sunday, great comeback, by the way, um, do you think they would have forced him to play Thursday? Or is that, <laughs> that not forced, first, but first yeah, of no, all, wrong word, but you know, what is Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burris says, relax. No one forces anyone yeah. two games into the <laughs> yes, season. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Relax. Okay. It's a long, <laughs> it was year. getting scary. No points in like six quarters. I was getting a little worried, but yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. You all in the room didn't believe me. I'm no. like, look, the injuries yeah. say the injuries. The no, Giants are still the better changed. team. No, you're you right. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, no, I, there's a chance. Look, here's where I, I fully expect the MRI there to be a rosy approach for the MRI. Not a lot of damage, no significant damage, no structural damage. There's going to be something. And I don't think anyone's ever going to come out and say high ankle on this because it's just too much of a negative. And they already said x-rays were negative already, right? right? Yeah, Yeah, as expected. Yes, yeah. And But Thursday, quick turnaround. Look, there's no guarantee for week four at this point in time. you got to see the trajectory. So you're saying Sunday, if they would have played the Niners on Sunday, he probably missing two? Look, right now... Um, I know I, I think he's in, the, sometimes. <laughs> he's in the doubtful for Thursday. Yeah. Uh, maybe doubtful the out category, mm-hmm. but doubtful for Sunday. Maybe if he was playing for Sunday, he might've been straight doubtful. Okay. For the following week, Sunday, week, week four, maybe yeah. he squeaks into questionable. Okay. Okay. But at this point, certainly anticipating and hopeful that it's not a four week IR. And they play on Monday. You said week yep. four, so is I know maybe yeah, actually day, day don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and then remember, return to play does not mean one hundred percent. Right. Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins. We can get to all that. I don't know what you have in store. Right. Return to play does not mean one hundred percent. Right. Well, be uh, fire up Matt Breida if uh, if Saquon can't go. It'll be an interesting uh, dynamic. Maybe Daniel Jones runs a little more. So we'll we'll have that covered on the website. You can you can fire Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm desperate. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> uh, let's get to a uh, little bit more of the Thursday. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had that uh, shoulder deal on the first catch um, by video. I think initially we said AC joint, but then kind of came out that they were massaging the neck and AC joint slash yeah. trap or some muscle. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I think he's going to be able to play. Seemed like Thursday. he missed some blocking downs, but he still was involved in target he was share and stuff and like everything. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but the question is how much will he be involved in the game plan this week if right. he's a little limited during the week? And it's a short week, right, right? in terms of preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCaffrey, so we saw that little clip of his knee scared down the sideline. It's Christian McCaffrey, so I got to ask you. I'm sorry, Doc. I know. You're Mr. <laughs> 49ers. Yeah, let's just hope he didn't. I don't see anything big time yeah. in, in, by video, but let's just make sure that he didn't re-aggravate the patella tendonitis that lingered a little bit mm-hmm. last season. That would be the only caveat there. He did have 12 more runs after for 28 yards, so limited effectiveness, but still was involved in the game plan, passing game and stuff like that. They didn't even run Elijah Mitchell in that game. So Uh, the other only one affecting that game is left guard Ben Bredesen concussion. So on a short turnaround, short turnaround, nearly impossible to clear. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the Giants run game is going to be affected a lot. Sounds like left guard and running back. Yeah. Well, Maybe by the D line, unders, unders, yeah. The the uh, anyways, um, let's just touch on Travis Kelsey. A yes, bit. yes. Travis Kelsey's bone bruise is not the same bone bruise as Anthony Richardson, which is why we said he's going to play. Richardson's going to be fine, and mm-hmm. he was fine before the concussion. Travis Kelsey, one of our biggest, easiest plays of the week, was under seventy seven point five yep. half yep. yards. Clearly, he wasn't one hundred percent. And our sixth score was 71. Mm-hmm. You could argue we might even been a smidge high. Maybe he should have been in the 60s. He okay. scored, but like that's it. That's yeah, it was like it. four yeah. catches, 26, and a touchdown, On nine, nine targets. targets. Yeah. 
similar target share that he always gets. But they were trying to get it to him yeah. and red zone targets, yeah. and he wasn't in on many consecutive plays. He's usually and, a chain mover. He can get those 15, those 20s, and that wasn't happening. And he wasn't yeah. catching yeah. balls yes. down the field. He right. didn't have the explosiveness. Correct. Um, and it fit what we said, right? We said it doesn't make sense to me that you can have a deep bone bruise, draw 45 cc's of blood, and all of a sudden in less, just under two weeks, beat full go 100%. I was a little surprised that he was cleared to play, but that could be due to the location of the bone bruise. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying it was a bad medical decision. We don't have the MRIs and what have you, but I just like, there's no way you can be 100%. What's a better spot for it, even though it's deep? Like what's the, the well, the spot that isn't going to engage in every okay. run, what's jump little, and yeah, play, yeah, you know, you. Yeah. In, in an edge of the knee as mm -hmm. opposed to the central area. Look, right. what's the better spot for there be uh, a, a brown spot on a football field at the 50 yard line or the corner of the end zone or along the yeah, side. Right. Sense, okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> in the, uh, middle of the field or, you know, whatever. So yep. there's better spots for, for that to happen. And so that is completely unknown. There was never a, a, even any video. You're less inclined with the 45 cc's of blood now, I guess with the him playing week two, is it more like you said, it was the fluid maybe like tinged Who, fluid, blood yeah. tinged fluid, yeah. whatever. But the bottom line is, He's going to be better next week, but I don't know that he's full next week either at this point in time. And, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, no practice all week. We said the no mild week. high ankle. Mild high ankle. Yeah. Makes but he sense. didn't practice all week, which is – that's Didn't practice all week, new team, high ankle, all reasons to say he wasn't going to – the Titans won. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Tannehill played Chargers, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's his name uh, uh, picked up this? Like Traylon Burks picked up Yeah, 70-yard catch, yeah. And, yes. uh, you know is what it is you guys are jumping my segments you already said sorry two of the two of the good prop but calls. we didn't say the I, one though i, I saw like, it <laughs> i like the my favorite of the week is the priest hall under 38 and a half rushing yards sure translation we don't insane. read the rundown okay I'm, I, i'm reading jacob's all this, eyes all this prep okay. I'm doing. i know he does all this prep why don't you read the email yep. all the prep he's doing we're jumping jumping the shark here okay Priest hall yep so four carries nine yards first okay. week was 10 carries 127 okay. I said on a Jets podcast, and I said last week, I guess I haven't said it here. Week one, Brees Hall, I was wrong. Ish. Well, yeah. wrong. Oh, right, right. I, yeah. said, I said Dalvin Cook over Brees Hall. Did. If, yep. if okay. people sat Brees Hall week one, they're mad. They're mad That's at true. me. That's yeah. true. I, I'll take that. Uh, so yeah. week one, wrong. Right. Dalvin Cook had 13 carries for much fewer yards. Mm -hmm. Brees Hall had... 10 carries for 127 27 109 on the first two 83 on one 83 on one yep no question exceeded expectations but here's what i said on the jets podcast late week i mean look i didn't even see the runs because i was so preoccupied with aaron Rodgers right. and all that stuff uh, yes. okay so i have to say i was wrong about Brees hall week one but i said look he's not that back yet not that you can just take away two runs. What that told me when I went back and looked at video is that he's got really good speed. He's done a great job at rehab. He's probably ahead of where I put him. But he's not the guy and ready to go yet still based on deceleration, cutting, getting through holes. I mean, if you take away those two breakaway runs, yeah, he didn't do that well. It's hard to parse right, like right. that. So this week – You could say he's not as bad as he was this week. Four carries for nine yards. Game script. They got away from running the yeah. ball. Right. Offensive line issues. Good defense uh, from the uh, right, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys. Recipe for disaster in the run game. You know, the bottom line is he didn't get the chances. Brees Hall is neither as good as he was in week one or as bad as he was in week two. He's somewhere in between. Will, yes. Okay. Now, We may accelerate, and I may accelerate his trajectory to saying that he's going to be good to go, and we'll see how it goes. I expect week three to be somewhere in between. But you have to understand, even in week one, when they won, Dalvin Cook got most of the carries. And this is after, look, when you do very well, I mean, once you let a guy on the field, I always say it's yeah. like giving the teenager the keys <laughs> to the car. You can set the curfew, but they're coming home when they want to come home. 
And once you give coaches the opportunity to play them, they can play them however they want to. Yet even with those two early runs in week one, it was Brees 10 carries, Dalvin Cook 13. That should tell you something. They're being smart with him that he's not 100%, et cetera, et cetera. Look, he's way better than I put him out to be. No question. But he's not as bad as he was in week two either. So Is there some long-term consideration there? I mean, they, they said after that, 10 carry 127 that they're still gonna have him on a pitch count he only had four carries here are they playing maybe the long game since they know that their offense is gonna have to be running based yeah i i think that may be part of it and let's put it this way even if Brees hall went look dalvin's not looked that good so far i was gonna say just a needle you doc dalvin four carries seven yards so Brees is better in week one and two <laughs> but I, I won't uh that's 40 yards yeah. on 17 carries in two games not great look, yeah. look, and a fumble yeah look scott fishbowl i've got aaron Rodgers. okay so you could you can't do it who do we damage. have this week though doc we have gardner uh, gardner Minshew. Minshew. all right here we go it's like anyways yeah let's celebrate yeah you know, that's actually the super flex spot, yes but yeah. still uh in, in any case it is what it is mm -hmm. i mean look dalvin cook's not as good but like Across the 32 teams, how many teams have a three down back? Yeah. It's becoming yeah. less and less, less and every less. year. You ask that every year, and it's less number every year. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like assuming you're healthy. So there's there's a there's a split in usage. And Dalvin was one of the last threes, I think. Now I think after leaving Minnesota, that's a lesser, you know, so you are losing them. Uh just to get the the bad call real quick, Puka Nakao under 45 and a half. That, that's on all of us. We bit the uh, midweek oblique. Maybe it's rib-related. Maybe he's not going to be a big part of the game plan. 20 targets, 15 catches, 147. He is the quickest to uh, two catch or two 10-catch games. Yeah. And, 20 catch, and 20 catches. And fastest 20, to 20 uh, catches. To both, so, so. so I know you all joked about it in, in game, but like Cooper Cup's a system-wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. I keep saying <laughs> I don't that know as what, a joke. I don't know what that <laughs> yeah. is. I, I think we need more info. <laughs> um, I watched him at BYU. He's a really good. I just... This is different, right? It's a, you know, astronomical start. I mean, kudos, kudos awesome. to the Rams. Stafford found so many clicks with right away. So, no, kudos it, to both of them. It's great, but and he catches you know. with his hands, not his chest, Doc, which is what you've taught me is a key part of receiving. There's <laughs> a different Rams <laughs> yeah. wide receiver that likes to do yes. that. <laughs> Bottom line is, we were pretty good on the props this week, yeah. uh, based on you know, Dondre Hopkins, Brees Hall, Travis Kelsey, right. all unders there. We overall we were what seven and three. With what? Props. Oh, uh, props. Six and four on props. Six and four on props. Yeah. 13 oh, and seven altogether. 13 and yeah. seven overall, yeah. including a lot of good in game action right. and, and so forth. Injury basis. We're not handicappers. I'm not, anyways. I, I just you all say, might I, be. I feel bit. bad for whoever's setting Brees Hall's number next week because I don't know where you pull that out of. 45.5. <laughs> right, there's Taylor's right there. number. <laughs> Somewhere in Is the middle. Is that just because I mentioned I, it as Puka's number? Yeah, it's <laughs> the be. number right in front of me. <laughs> I brain jumped to it. Obviously, the oblique didn't bother Puka right. and Cow at all. Yeah. Uh, well, since you jumped my coach speak segment, I'll go to my my B uh, B move, which is Aaron Rodgers' innovative bridge procedure on the Achilles. I got to give you the, the floor to talk about that. The speed that's, bridge. <laughs> that's not coach speak. That's reporter speak. Yes. Okay. I am not. Look. Let me just get this straight. Immediately after confirmation of Aaron Rodgers, Achilles, I said on Twitter, there's a snowball's chance that he could return. It's not 100% done. And people are like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. And now with this report, oh, there's a chance that he could return. <laughs> Look. In January. If he said. returns, <laughs> it will have basically nothing to do with the innovative technique. I'm not poo-pooing the technique. I've tried it before. It's not new. It's well over a decade old. It's established. If the doctor chose to use that technique, there's nothing wrong with it. But that's not the magic that will get him back. Speed Bridge. What a great, sexy name. It really is. Right? Speed. <laughs> uh, it's great marketing for the. It's not new and different. It's the internal brace in, in baseball that you see. It's the internal yeah. brace. That's the same company. Great yep. name. Another same company, great name, Tightrope. They yeah. have great catchphrase names. They've got good products, but it's not revolution. It's not because of the speed bridge that will make them play in January. Look, you wait mid-season, assuming the Jets are you know don't go over whatever, right, riding the ship a little bit. Yeah, you're gonna see Aaron Rodgers on the sidelines with a headset. 
move around pretty good in a boot. Mm -hmm. Right now, if you see him, he's going to be in a scooter or on crutches. Okay, they're not going to let him down there until he can walk. Well, yeah, on a boot, yeah, he's yeah. going to be. He can't be on the sideline and right. on a scooter. <laughs> he can't okay. get on the way. <laughs> crutches. I mean, okay, maybe a headset. Now and now, remember, Aaron's got to be back in with the team because there's no electronic communications offsite. He can't be at home on a headset. Right. Right. You can't have that. So the bridge, it um, it's, it doesn't speed up. It just strengthens the repair. I guess it yeah. provides some temporary strength to maybe be a little more aggressive on rehab maybe okay 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 but it doesn't it's not a biologic it's a piece of fiber right you know <laughs> yeah. it's it's you still need biological healing but here's the thing everyone's like doc you're crazy to say that he could return cam Akers was 23 aaron Rodgers is gonna be 40 yeah. and cam Akers took six months this how's aaron Rodgers gonna beat him well first of all you know my line by now to me, Cam Akers is young, and so is Aaron Rodgers, because younger than me is young. Okay, it's a big category. Yeah. It's a big, yeah. Thank, okay, <laughs> getting bigger all the time. But my point is this: the position of quarterback is just that different. Look, if Joe Burrow were a DB, there's there wouldn't be a choice for him to play. What Look at Juan about? Thornhill, you right. know, uh, calf, yeah, right, yeah. calf, yep. you know, in Monday night's game, it, it's positional in nature. It's his front foot, and he's a quarterback. And my McAfee line last week was like was in reference to the quote, essentially guarantee that he'll be ready to go for start of next season. Right. But I think you can apply here some. Aaron Rodgers half step slow is still faster than Tom Brady at forty five. Pat's guy. Peyton Manning throughout his career and faster than my guy, Philip Rivers at the age of 25, right? Eli I mean, Manning too, right? Yeah, all the, all the Mannings. Just, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not hating on anybody. My, my point is what's the needle, the threat mm -hmm. number one, the jets get them to the playoff, get into the playoffs. Yeah. Number two, whoever takes them there, Zach Wilson, whoever gets injured, if Zach Wilson takes them to the playoffs, how are you pulling them? We talked about yeah. this last year for your 49ers. If Brock Purdy gets you to the Super Bowl, you're going to put Jimmy G right back in? No. Uh, cold and, uh, you know, I get it. Jimmy G, Aaron Rodgers, different. But a hobbled Aaron Rodgers or a healthy Zach Wilson who's took you to the playoffs, you're going to keep riding that horse. Right. So if they get to the playoffs, something happens to the quarterback that gets them there. And Aaron Rodgers makes a great recovery and plays in an AFO, and he's the option to go. Then maybe so. That's why I call it a snowball. Right. Snowball's chance. Do players a like playing with chance. the AFOs? Or, no. Yeah. Okay. I, they 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 I figure they did. Yeah. <laughs> it limits them. Okay. It's yeah. not a help. It limits them. They right. don't like it. But if that's what you need to do, yeah. Do wide receivers like playing with knee braces? No. <laughs> no. Do, 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 I'm like technology. Do, do now, offensive like, linemen yeah. like it? They, no. They're required in college, and then come to the pros, they don't want to wear it. Yeah. Not interesting. All right, well, let's get to Beast of the Week real quick. Uh, controversial one. Brendan Schooler is the special teamer that came running in, apparently from the sidelines, but he was just lined up out wide and got that uh, magical field goal block for the Patriots against the Dolphins last night. Uh, we got the clip. I'm going to cut it in. But Doc, do you think it's magical? Do you think it's magic? Do you think look, it's going to change up the way look, kickers set up remember, for field Bill, goals? Bill Belichick is the mad scientist, and yeah, this one, I'll give it to him. He found a way to exploit this, but who are you fooling? You're out there to do what? Yep. Lollygag? <laughs> There's no gutter out there. I think this ultimately can potentially fool more people on punts, and but there is a personal protector on punts, right. which yeah. is the difference. And what I mean by that is there's a reason for the guy to be out there, or I'm double-teaming the gunner, and then I'm timing the run-in, and you've seen that before. There's no reason for that guy to be out there. Right. So all that's going to happen is, okay, Wing look guy, out there. you got to look out there. <laughs> if there's a guy out there, that's your guy. Tap the guy next to you. That the guy in front of you is his guy. Yeah. Okay, you just slide down one, and then that's done. You can change the snap count. Right. You can do. Uh, I mean, I look but, at it as a gimmick thing. That's a one week. Good on them. They got a field goal block. They didn't get the. Is win that watching film? Like they just saw that guy sometimes is late on it's, stuff on the corners. Or, it's, or, it's, you know? it's done. 
all the time yeah. you know that you know you are looking for little clues I right mean, you know is the guy's mouthpiece in or out what is it right yeah, is he, yeah, in, tells, is, yeah, he yeah. is he is a split three inches wider what does that mean right. you know on, on the yeah. line yeah you study film and, the kicker's cadence, and you look at tendencies yeah. and if it's a kicker's cadence all you have to do is, is change it now look if you the other way to do it is just continue to not change the cadence make sure the wing accounts for that guy yeah mm -hmm. stay on the exact same cadence that's the easiest fix right <laughs> it's just the wing notice and guess what on a key moment when it's fourth and three and you're kicking the field goal alter the snap count and the guy's off sides <laughs> right. yeah keep keep doing the same snap count yeah. for the next yes. three weeks yes just have this guy kick out to block and say no our kicker likes the snap count keep doing the same snap count and then alternate at that key moment. And guess what? If it doesn't work, what can you do? Just call timeout right. and then go kick <laughs> on the same cadence yeah. again if the kicker really it doesn't like, like the cadence. It seems like an easy fix, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think it's much to do. I, yeah. I don't love that for Beast of the Week. You know what I'd give for the Beast of the Week? I think DK Metcalf took a really hard shot along the goal line in the ribs in the area of his kidneys. And I was dubious that he would return. But perhaps what I didn't factor in is that DK Metcalf wears a flak jacket. Yeah. 365 days a year. <laughs> so I, was saying, his body. I was like, wait a second. I was like, why would he? I was like, you're just talking about players not wanting to add extra stuff. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I think he's got a flak jacket there. That's yeah. what saves him from rib yeah. fracture That's or kidney. What you call him when you got drafted Adonis, right? That's basically what that is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I gotta get beast of the week to DK Metcalf. I thought I think that hit knocks almost everyone out. And the dude has a flak jacket on. He runs around with one everywhere he goes. Yes, all he right. Does. So I will give him Beast of the Week. He returned to the game. Jigar, I like this third one. I don't know if it's Beast, but like maybe touching story of the week. I yeah, guess. I just yeah. had to give it a yeah. shout out. Shaq Barrett had the pick six on Justin Fields, read the uh, read the um, screenplay right. And then uh, after the game, he dedicated to his late daughter, two-year-old that died in a drowning accident. Oh, so that's summer. Just, yeah. I mean, that's happy and sad. Yes. I mean, you yeah. Know, that's uh that's a touching story, not beast. Touching story. Of the, I mean, yeah, the I'm going to yeah. give DK the beast. I'm yeah. I'll give so you DK the beast. Yes, yes, you yes. took that shot. This timing thing, it's okay. But yeah. But you, you know. thought he had a lacerated. Um, I was worried that liver. He, no, kidney, kidney, that, kidney. He, that he might have a kidney issue okay, yeah, on yeah, top yes, of the yeah, ribs. That right. he would have broken ribs. But he returned to the game. I don't know if he got an injection or not. The lacerated liver was the the college kid, Travis, yeah, Travis Hunter. Hunter. That's right. Travis yes. Yes. I mean, got hit hard. He wasn't wearing a flak jacket. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> not, not many humans. He got blown up that there. Was, I, there was a fight before the game. There was a lot of animosity before. That was. But yeah. that's why I tweeted. I said, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not even an internal medicine guy. But that hit. I go. You know, hopefully there's no internal organ damage for the hospital stuff because he tried to stay in a little bit. Right. Yeah. My worry was lacerated liver, and now I guess that's confirmed, been confirmed. Yeah. Good news. No surgery. He'll be back. There goes his Heisman hopes. But he'll be back this season. Um, Otania football, apparently, yeah, cornerback yes. and water. No Oregon yeah. game, no USC game, so that, those are gonna be a big, uh, yeah. at least, yeah. big schedule for him. At least health first, but you know, still got he'll be back, back to normal, right? Yeah. No issues, full career trajectory, the whole absolutely. Deal. All right, thanks for watching Sports Injury Central Pro Football Doc pod, podcast on the Believe Network. Go to siccore.com. I'm telling you, you guys are killing it with sick insights, man updated everything in the videos good, keep going good check stuff it out. Yep. and uh free pick them every week yeah we don't have the final results three thousand dollars three thousand dollars guaranteed to the winner. winner to the winner and uh i guess they're saying if you pick better than i do which i mean <laughs> this week was easy i guess easy because <laughs> i did poorly i don't know how did i do this week i don't know <laughs> i don't know where you our, are our, our official look. sick picks through the algorithm were pretty good but yeah but you know i don't know i just i mean uh, I'm not a Tinder guy. Never. I mean, the swipe, 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 swipe. <laughs> yep. Okay. I, I swiped. I, I, you know, I think I swiped the correct way. Left or right. You never all know. Yep. So I don't know what my score is there, but uh, hopefully a lot of people beat me and they get the free uh, week of uh, sick picks uh, for next week. All right. Thanks for watching and listening and uh, we'll catch you next week.